What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Videoland. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk, so if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys. Last Night in Soho is directed by Edgar Wright, uh, the director of Shaun of the Dead, Baby Driver, uh, Scott Pilgrim, bunch of cool movies. And in case you haven't heard of Last Night in Soho, um, I have the plot synopsis pulled up on IMDb, and it says, Last Night in Soho is about an aspiring fashion designer who is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. However, the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something far darker. I also have Rotten Tomatoes here, and as of this podcast, it's rated at 74% by the critics, and it looks like 92% by the audience. And this time around, guys, I agree with the audience score. I would put this, I think, somewhere around 90 to uh, 95%. So yeah, I was a big fan of this movie. A lot worked for me, and um, I love when directors do something different. He's done horror comedy before with Shaun of the Dead, but he's never done straight horror. This is him having fun in the horror genre, um, but making it his own. He's paying homage to movies that he grew up with, uh, movies that have inspired him, British psychological horror movies like Don't Look Now and Repulsion. We actually did a versus um, earlier this year between those two movies, Don't Look Now and Repulsion, to kind of prepare us for Soho. Uh, go check out that versus. I think it's a great conversation, but I'm glad we watched those movies because you can really tell that they inspired Soho. Um, that the DNA of those movies are in Soho, especially the commentary on toxic masculinity within a horror setting. So yeah, I love that Edgar Wright made a straight horror movie. And I think he nailed it. Mostly. Mostly. I do have a few issues, but I think as of this podcast, it's the best movie of the year. All right, that's how much I loved Last Night in Soho. It does get a bit clumsy in the third act. There's a villain revealed. It's a little bit shaky. Um, there's some supernatural elements that are a little too much, I think, I think the less is more rule should have been applied to a few scenes, but even with the few problems that I have, like Soho hooked me, all right? This movie is an experience. My eyes, my ears, they were glued to the screen, which takes me to my big takeaway. Um, my big positive takeaway was atmosphere. First off, the music was perfect. Every needle drop. I think this movie should be studied. Like every 30 seconds, there's like another song playing, a new song playing, and it's just like, how does this work? How is this not just like overloading my senses? Uh, but it's like every needle drop is perfection. I think this is Edgar Wright's best soundtrack, Pantheon Atmosphere. And you're going to hear me talk about Tarantino a little bit tonight. I think there's some comparisons that we can make. Let me just make this comparison. If Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a love letter to 60s Hollywood, Soho is a love letter to 60s London. That's the only thing I could think about when I was leaving the theater. This is a love letter to the 60s. This is a love letter to 60s London. The music, the wardrobe, the sets, the production design. Pantheon, all right? Soho reminds me of what Tarantino was doing with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You could have called this Once Upon a Time in London, all right? Edgar Wright takes the things that really worked for me in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, production design and music, and makes a supernatural horror movie that feels fresh and exciting and also relevant. So... I completely admired the world that Edgar Wright brought to life. Uh, the level of detail here is amazing to me. I can't wait to watch videos on, you know, breakdowns and, and 60s Easter eggs. And some fun trivia for you guys. Um, 
another Tarantino nod, he basically came up with the title last night in Soho. I'll let you guys Google it if you want, um, make it work a little bit tonight, but there's a nice little death proof connection. So it's worth a Google. All right, let's see. Um, let's talk about the cast. All right, let me pull up the cast list here on IMDb. Let's see. Yeah, I thought the cast was fantastic. Another big takeaway. First off, Thomas and McKenzie from Jojo Rabbit. Wow. She was the perfect choice to lead this movie. And if I remember right, she was going to do uh, the new Top Gun movie, but she dropped out of that for this. And I'm so glad she did. Like, I know nothing about Top Gun. It could be amazing. But she has the face for Soho. Like, I can't even imagine her not being in Soho. She has the face, that, that old-time quality that this movie needed. So she was great. Next up, Anna Taylor-Joy. She's always great. She's great in everything she does. Um, nothing much to say about her, but she, she's just great. We expect nothing less from Anna Taylor-Joy, and I think just both actresses embody the 60s. So nothing but love for both of these actresses here, um, Anna Taylor-Joy and uh, Thomas and McKenzie. Let's see, Matt Smith from Doctor Who fame. I thought he was really good. Probably the best I've ever seen him. I think he has that 60s demeanor as well. Uh, there's a quality to him that fits nicely for this movie. I really enjoyed Matt Smith. Let's see, Terrence Stamp. Um, a lot of you would know him as Zod from Superman 2. He had a nice little role in this. And personally, I love Terrence Stamp, so just another plus for me. Um, if you haven't watched The Limey, directed by Steven Soderbergh, I think that's who directed it, uh, go check out The Limey, cool little Terrence Stamp movie. But yeah, it's always nice to see Terrence Stamp. And last but definitely not least is Diana Rigg. Man. I thought she was fantastic. Um, you would probably know her as Lady Tyrell in Game of Thrones, or for me, she's my favorite Bond girl from His Majesty's Secret Service. Um, but it was so much fun watching her chew the scenery. Um, unfortunately, she's a part of the movie that doesn't entirely work for me, but even though it doesn't completely work, I'm still enjoying watching her chew the scenery. So in a way, it does kind of work. So I'm really curious to hear what you guys think, um, especially concerning the third act of this movie. I'm curious if it worked for you. It didn't quite work for me. Um, also this is Diana Riggs last movie. She passed away in 2020. Soho is actually dedicated to her memory, but man, she did some awesome work these last 10 years or so with Game of Thrones and ending her career with Last Night in Soho. So it was just sad to see her pass, but man, Diana Rigg was a fucking icon. And like I said, I'm ultimately split on the part of this movie that she's connected to. Um, I'm trying to stay vague for a reason. This is one of those reviews I'm going to try to keep as, as spoiler-free as possible because it's a supernatural mystery. So in case you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin that mystery. But her last performance was great. Um, I'll just leave it there in case you haven't seen the movie. Again, curious to hear uh, your thoughts on that chunk of the movie. So yeah, a lot of Soho worked for me. If you would have asked me at the midway point, I would have told you it was Pantheon. I don't know if I can get there now because of the ending and because of a few stylistic choices. Um, some supernatural choices, but with that said, this movie is awesome, all right? I think everyone should go see it. It's different from everything else that's currently playing. Um, it's not perfect, and the third act is a little messy, but guys, I think it's great. And uh, actually, I want to say one more thing here before we wrap up. Uh, stay through the credits. There's no end credit scene or anything like that, um, but the credits are interesting. You get flashes of a deserted London. It's very creepy. Um, Soho was made at the height of the pandemic, so all the shots you're seeing was when they were in lockdown, completely deserted, very spooky, so, um, yeah, stick around for the credits, guys. But yeah, I loved Last Night in Soho, and as of right now, it's my favorite movie of the year. 
All right, guys, that's all I got. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Hit me up. Let's talk about it. Also, if you want to listen to more content, go check out adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, stay scared and peace out.